Recently, Virginia, Maryland, and Washington, D.C. issue executive stay-at-home orders until June 10th or until further notice. Becoming a pretty common theme across the nation these days, and all in the name of keeping you safe. This does affect you, and you are involved. You're listening to Freedom in Numbers, the podcast discussing the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and your freedoms. And now... Your host, Melissa Golden. WTOP News. Coronavirus. How police in Maryland, Virginia, and D.C. plan to enforce their newly found stay-at-home orders. D.C. Mayor Browser at a briefing Tuesday fielded a number of questions about her executive order. Her main takeaways from the story were, there's no real difference now that we've passed the executive order, but they do have penalties in place just in case you can't listen. They hope that they don't have to use them. God bless. Maryland. State police posted a detailed, incredibly detailed memo about how its troopers will carry out their duties during the orders. They want to inform people that they're not going to stop you for no reason, unless, of course, the red flag laws pass. Uh, the Prince George County Police Chief, Hank Stawinski, uh, he recorded a video message, actually, and posted it, and said that refusing to comply with the public health crisis that we have, they are going to make arrests. Uh, that's the last thing he wants to do yet again, uh, but he will if he has to. And down to our favorite spot of confusion these days, Virginia Fairfax County Chief Edwin Rossler says the last, again, the last thing his officers want to have to do is arrest your dumbass. But again, they will. And Virginia's got even more fun in plan for you because if you just won't stop, you can face up to a year in jail time and a $2,500 fine for persistent abuse of the executive stay-at-home order. I've also got my dad with me today, Steve Golden. Dad, what do you think of this? Sounds a lot of the same, doesn't it? Sounds like a lot of jackassery. Sounds like a lot of jackassery. So all of all three of these cases say in these public announcements, we don't want to, but if you make us, we will. We've sounds, got the plans in place. Sounds like they got plans. It, it does sound like they've got plans, but... But as, as Muriel said, nothing's really changed now that we have an executive order. Right. Well, except for in our area, like you and I have noticed. My God, you lock people up for two weeks in their homes. Boy. I... Walmart gets weirder than it was. <laughs> it gets so weird. And it gets busy now. People are tired of being locked into their homes and they're, they're out hanging out now. Well, and it seems like every single time we go to the store now, there's some new we're fixing to do this we're fixing to do that this has changed we've got all these stickers all over the floor we've got the corrals shuffling you in and it's out of the front of the worse, store you know i mean we're going to institute more and more stuff on you well and and i think the funniest part of uh mayor mural bauer of dc was that uh she said nothing has changed yet we've got cops sitting outside of parks 
with their loudspeakers. Nobody's even looking at him. There's just joggers running by, cars, and... Thank you for your cooperation. 1984 shit there. Oh, it is. Like I said, it reminds me of the intro to The Purge. Sick. uh, Or what does he say? Illness and death. Illness and death. Illness and death. Well, and I think that's the thing is they got to scare people. If if people aren't scared, and obviously they're not scared there. From what we've seen, people don't look too scared to me. They look pretty bundled up, but they don't look scared. Well, and they are um, practicing social distancing, you know what I mean? To what extent, though? I mean, with as many yeah. people in the supermarket as there was today, once they shut it down this week and only let five people in per thousand square feet, what's that line outside going to look like? What else do these people have to do? Right, well, uh, and there was a report last week at a Costco where they were just letting a, a limited amount of people in the Costco, and the line was it went all the way around the building and up the street and this is just a report but no but there have been picture after picture after picture of the lines keeping you from socially interacting but we're talking about going in to get groceries you know i mean if the weather changes and it's cold like it was today freezing you can't leave 200 people sitting outside your store when it's 35 degrees outside well and who wants to stand outside with 200 other people what are you going to do? One person goes in and five people get out of their cars and go take it off across the parking <laughs> lot. I mean, well, well who's going to stand in line with all those people? And, and that's the thing is, are the cops going to come Who in by? their right mind is going to stand in line with all of those people thinking that that's safer than just going and doing your shopping? Right. Just Go do it. Get it done. Go home. Well, like I say, what what's going to happen? Is a cop going to come by and make sure everybody's standing in the Are line? Are you here for essential feet, items? Right, or six feet apart. Well, yeah, because you're not going to get very line. many people crammed in that line six feet apart. I mean, well, and... and Are like they going to have to put those stickers all the way around the building on the <laughs> sidewalk? So everybody knows where to stand? Yeah. Well, just, and, just send a 15-year-old kid out there with a can of spray paint. Yeah, and like you said... Are they going to have a cop out there trying to find out if you have essential business there? I mean, are you going to the pharmacy? Because then that cop has to come in contact with all those people. Well, that's right. But what if it's somebody that's there for a prescription or something to that effect? Well, you should have called and they'd have brought it out to your car. And that's what they're trying to do with these lines, with, you know, fewer people inside Don't wait in line. Order pickup. Yep. Don't do it. Yep. And... Um, when we came in on the back side of that building today, I saw what fifteen parking spaces for pickup that they just freshly painted. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Two people parked in. in the, two people parked in them. Yeah. Oh parking yeah. Parking lots packed. Nobody's doing pickup. Yep. Everybody's wandering around Walmart. Yeah. People buying fabric and and uh, and all kinds of stuff. What when. You said that the crafts department was all cleaned out. The paints, the paints and easels and paintbrushes were gone. (laughs) Everything else was still there. Nobody wants to have to bead in this time of need. We just want to paint. (laughs) We just want to paint. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you got to keep your kids entertained. Got to keep everybody entertained. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, 
I just don't see how so many of these measures that they have instituted, you know, I think the cops sitting in front of a park loudspeaker yelling at people who are jogging by themselves is a prime example of the idiocy and the inconsistency. The overreach. The overreach. Yeah. Well, we're just trying to do anything that we can that might help. Absolutely, yeah. You know, and, and are they are they having an effect? And like we said, that guy right there wasn't. So maybe he's, I, and, I mean, next week, maybe he's going to have to start um, handing out tickets, citations, you know, here's your first warning. Well, and that's I'll, a- get, I'll get your name, you know, he'll have to do a Terry stop to get your name. So he shows that he's giving you a warning, you know, so <clears throat> gonna well, need you your saw, ID. You saw the article, I'm sure, that showed the kids sitting out in the parking lot on their cars, social yeah. distancing. Right. You know, they're used to being in school right now, hanging out with all their friends at 13 years old. They got the biggest case of FOMO you've ever seen in your damn life. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And all they wanted to do was sit out in their cars and smoke jewels and hang out with their besties and got broken up by the cops. Now, now their parents even defended them and said, well, you know, we allowed this because, you know, their cars are parked 10, 20 feet away. Right. Uh, We thought we were compliant. We thought we were were practicing the social distancing that we were supposed to, but but it it doesn't seem like it's social distancing anymore. With the, especially with these executive stay at home orders, it is not social distancing anymore. It is stay, stay at, at home. home. Well, like you saw yesterday, they closed the park. They they closed our local. Park not only down did here. they close the gates, they put up roadblocks further towards the road, barricades, so that yeah. I couldn't even pull in and take a picture, take a picture. of the stupid ass gates being closed. <laughs> no shit. And there's nothing there. I mean, the the one place you should be able to go would be that park. Would be a park. Well, and I think that was part of Northam in Virginia. That was part of his order was shutting down any camping right. that is less than a 14 day. So, so say if you live in an RV and stay in a campground, that is still permitted, but you don't have the opportunity for actual camping anymore. Right. And I've noticed too, with a lot of the bikers, they're saying that uh, all camping is shut down, posted a lot of pictures of barricades, actual concrete barricades you know, to parks and camping and, and, and just, just general rest areas too. Yeah, places to ride, yeah. you know, and, uh, so, so as, as the days progress and it's not even as the weeks progress anymore, it's as the days progress or hours, good or God. hours progress, mm-hmm. the definitions of what you can and cannot do are changing so quickly and on a situational basis, your freedoms are just being just flying away. Yeah. But, you know, for your safety. Absolutely. For your safety and for, for the safety health. of others. Well, and that was that was one of my favorite parts um, from from that thing that that she posted again was that the the thing that they said was that we're protecting you. You are putting you in danger, and failure to do what we say puts you at risk. Right. So they're putting it all on the people. It's all your fault. You're the one causing the problems. You're the one making this mess. Get your ass home. It's you. We encourage you to refrain from large gatherings. Yeah. Or even gatherings and groups at this point. Well, and apparently Walmart. And apparently Walmart. <laughs> we can't even go to the damn Walmarts as a group anymore. Well, but but I think that, you know, I don't know if it's because we're bored or what it is, but we're joining. I'm seeing so many people join in 
on this social media shaming. Yeah. I, I, I had a friend that had posted something to the effect of one person, one cart. The whole family doesn't need to go to the grocery store. And they're also posting a lot of stuff about, you know, um, uh, order online yeah, or over the phone and, Why do you and need to go pick in? it up. Why do you need to even go in and, and saying that, look, you are putting, um, our hospitals in jeopardy by going to the grocery store because aren't they already taxed enough? And, and, and they are, they're shaming people into, I don't know, basic maybe, everyday tasks. Exactly. I mean, it's bad enough that they're not making a paycheck. Yeah. Now, what little money you do have, we're going to shame you out of going and spending it in any way. Well, can, I don't know. Can you still buy stuff on, on Amazon? You can buy, well, if it's not out of stock. Last I looked, it was still out Kinda of stock. Kind of like toilet paper. Kind of like toilet paper. Nice. Yeah. They, they said they'd only sell and ship essentials and take in new shipments of essentials. Right. Yet it's all sold out. It's all sold out. Yeah, I believe it. The essentials. You the mean. essentials. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you saw. And anything else that isn't essential, you know, when we were putting together the podcast, we were looking to order some stuff off of Amazon, and it said estimated delivery somewhere at the end of May. Yep. In stock, but estimated delivery somewhere in the end of May. So right. your chance, your choices on what you can do here are getting real limited. Well, let's just hope that they don't, uh, that they don't start driving around in in our area with a bullhorn telling us to stay in. Uh, when I was a kid, they used to spray for mosquitoes. Yeah. And they had the mosquito truck with a siren on it, you know, and they'd drive around it. And with a, just the fog rolling out the know, back. Yeah, fog rolling out and a siren going on. And, and our my parents used to send us out into the fog. Maybe we just need to figure out a way to aerosolize Purell. <laughs> we could just, there you, just go. You, you filthy public you're not doing what you're supposed to we're just going to come through and sanitize all of it send your kids out into the road to get sanitized <laughs> instead of an ice cream truck you got the Purell <laughs> you, you truck you got the Purell truck just hosting oh, around shit. your kids in the driveway Ow. oh everybody's new favorite summertime pastime but, you know this is where they're putting us and this is how they're I mean, all of this seems kind of surreal and ridiculous, you know, but... Well, I've heard a lot of people say that over the years, like, or over the weeks, is that it's becoming more and more Twilight zone and yeah, it really And, is. you know, if you watch the news, you leave your house freaked out. By the time you get to Walmart, it looks like your average Friday afternoon. It does. Like, nothing's changed. Well, I mean, except for the fact that everybody's got a goofy mask on. But, <laughs> and and the, the one guy that had the four layers of gloves. Yeah. Um, but, you know, other than that, it doesn't seem like much has changed. There's still folks out. There's still, um, you know, but that's where the shaming comes back in, is you're not supposed to be doing that, apparently. Well, and in these different areas. Um, that's going to be your new reality. That's going to be a new, re new reality. You're going to have to cope with whatever it is they come up with. And you won't have to cope with it if you just stay in your house. But, you know, how many of them are going to? That's why they have these other provisions, because they know. It's not going to happen. They know it's not going to well, happen. And it I, hasn't happened to this point, I'll bet you. See, and I, I can't even imagine, and I truly do sympathize with the parents of small children, especially at this point. Oh, yeah. I mean, how long can you keep them, especially with the weather getting warm? How long can you stay cooped up? Yep. And that's the thing is, we're coming off a of winter, so the whole country's been cooped up for the last... Five, six months anyway. Oh, I'm telling We you. were 
dying for spring this year just to get out of the house. Yep. And here we are going stir crazy cabin fever. Everybody's finishing their school years online. Colleges are doing it online. Domestic assault's gone up like crazy. (laughs) At least here in the great state of Oklahoma. Yes. But then maybe that, you know, maybe that's part of the the curfew. You know, we got to get folks in and. Well, yeah. And I think the thing is, it's the issue of control. You know, they're, they're telling you that it's voluntary. But it sure doesn't sound voluntary. But it's, they, but their, their contingent plan is the control aspect of it. It is jail time. It is fines. It is arrest. It's a misdemeanor on your record. You're going to die. And, and if you don't have an executive order in your area currently, good for you. Yeah, exactly. But as with anything else that comes out of the major cities, and like you had pointed out earlier, you know, where we're at right now with Virginia, Maryland, and D.C., those are all close to New York. They're all close to really, I hate to say it, but the ground center of, yeah. ground zero of uh, the coronavirus outbreak. Oh, yeah. um, and, and so, you know, it makes sense, I guess, that if it was going to start somewhere, it's there. And if you don't have it yet, it's coming. Like everything else, I really do think that it's oh, going to start in the metropolitan areas and it's going to move out there. They won't give a crap that Montana's got 10 cases and half of them are cows. They're going to do the same <laughs> thing. Though it does, it hasn't transferred to cattle. <laughs> it, I repeat, it has not transferred to cattle. Um, but, you know, they're going it, to, it's going to shift across the country. It will. And what becomes a trend becomes expected. And then before you know it, your freedoms are gone. So moral of the story, this does affect you. You are involved. Hey there, freedom-loving listeners. Thank you so much for being a part of Freedom Numbers' very first podcast. We hope to have a lot more fun, although slightly questionable content, headed your way very soon. Stay tuned.